0: All right, welcome to the Minset Podcast. This is episode two. Uh finally launched it, I guess last week. But, uh, you know, if y'all have any critiques, let us know in the comments. Uh, I want to touch a little bit on that first episode as far as, like, you know, I I want to take full accountability as far as, like, me sounding, like, real flat and, you know, kind of looking off the camera <laughs> and everything like that. But, you know, it, it was, you know, my first time meeting this guy, so <laughs> I was, you know, a little bit uncomfortable, you know. I'm oh, sure dude. I'm sure, you know, he was a little bit – Nervous, never meeting me too, you know. So, a little bit. I just wanted to, you know, touch on that just in case everybody was like, "Dude, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> that, <that's laughs> where are you looking at, man?" That don't even sound like Jason. <laughs> but uh, sorry, you just gotta be natural, bro. <laughs>
1: Charisma, man.
0: But uh, no. So today we're gonna uh, talk a little bit about gender roles and modern dating. But, uh, I guess I wanna jump straight into it, kinda ask you some questions you uh ask me some questions, and we'll kind of bounce off each other's you know thoughts and ideas on the questions you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you tell me you know what you think, and then I'll kind of give you my synopsis of it, and okay. vice versa but uh what has been your expectations on the dating scene as far as like? Whenever you you meet up with a woman for the first time, you
1: know I uh, I've kind of learned to not have expectations. To be honest, because I think as guys or as men, when you go on a date, obviously like we have we have an end goal, right? You know, like you know we're attracted to a female, and you know we we want to have sex. It's, <laughs> kind of the, 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 really the, the main goal. Like yeah. men want to have sex with women, and you know women want to be courted to a certain degree. Um, and I kind of found in my own experience, if you don't go in with expectations and you just have conversations, and the pressure of the end goal of sex mm-hmm. is not there, then it's easier to kind of relax and just ask questions and vibe off of each other, and kind of feel how the situation is going to play out. <laughs> Um, cause I think a lot of times you're so focused on the end goal. You say whatever you need to say, do whatever you think she wants you to do mm. to come off attractive, not, a, not try to come off desperate. Um, and Simp. I think that's <laughs> ish kind of not necessarily simping, but trying to play like you're something you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you put it on a facade where, I think so much of social media these days and how society is, everything is viewed through a screen and a filter. So what most everybody sees is your best foot forward all the time. So when you're in front of people.
0: Everything comes to light a
1: little bit. Yeah, Yeah. like it's you can't put a filter on your personality, so to speak. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think in my experience, just taking the pressure of. Wanting to get you home and get back to your place or get you back to my place kind of opens things up to just having conversation. And then through conversation, you kind of figure out people's mannerisms, kind of body language, so to speak, you know, the form of
0: communication that isn't verbal. I I think a a big part of the communication failure is people have got so dived into their phones now, like everybody just wants (coughs) to text everything. So people have lost... That art of communication, like verbally.
1: That's one of my strong suits, I think, because being my age now, 36, I wasn't raised on social media like a lot of kids are these days, Mm -hmm. and I was talking about this last night with somebody, we didn't have cell phones you know,
0: back in the day, um, we like had, we do now. We had dial up and had to get on AOL Messenger. <laughs> yeah, you
1: had to AOL, <laughs> AOL Messenger, and then you know somebody couldn't be on the phone, or they'd hear the the, the, the <laughs> tones going Danger. through. Yeah, they'd hear the <laughs> tones. So, uh, cell phones weren't really a big thing back in the day. I mean, I remember I had the first iPhone, and even still, like web pages weren't set up for smaller platform like mobile
0: users. I think I was already. Probably twenty, two twenty three before I got my first iPhone. Um, I was about the
1: same. The first cell phone I had was a Nextel that my mom and dad bought me. I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, kids six, seven, eight years old are creating oh, yeah. Instagrams and you know having iPads and stuff yep. that was way beyond where we <laughs> were. <laughs> yeah. So for a majority of my life and conducting myself and growing you have to learn how to talk to people. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes with a certain amount of confidence um, over time, being out there, killing things and well, not killing things figuratively, but you know, being on your purpose, being on your grind, growing as a person and building confidence, knowing how to interact with people, being sure of yourself. Um, And I think so many people today are conditioned to communicate through digital means. You don't know how to carry a conversation in person. Right. Because if you're, if I was to text you, we could spend an hour texting and if it was an in person conversation might last 5 6 minutes so then you run into a situation to where it's awkward silence and you're pulling conversation out of somebody and it doesn't flow naturally it's like if you aren't sure of yourself especially dealing with females they're they're so adept to understanding body language mm-hmm. and mannerisms more so than guys are sometimes and they can they can sense it when you're not confident when you're weak to some degree yeah they're much more intuitive than yes. men yes a, a lot more um which is one of the strengths that they have which mm-hmm. is, which is awesome you know um but for me I don't really have a lot of expectations and I usually have a good time going on dates mm-hmm. um i can Spend three, four, or five hours you know, on a date with somebody, and it doesn't have to be overly sexual. And that's one of the things I actively try to not be—is mm-hmm. a whole lot of sexual innuendo when I'm out with somebody. And
0: that's you, that's probably came a lot with age and just like growth and learning. Yeah, you know? because
1: because ultimately, kind of where you want it to get to, you want to the purpose of a date, right? Is just to see if you can click and mesh with somebody. Like, are you compatible to some degree initially? Um, So for me, I try to approach it just with an open mind, relaxed, and I try not to talk too much. I think I have a lot of interesting things to say, but from a guy's point of view, the date shouldn't be focused on you. Mm-hmm. you should leave the floor open to them and talk about them. Cause people love talking about themselves, That's it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's actually interesting, um, in doing some research on, you know, gender roles and, and dating dynamics and stuff like that. I came across a Jordan Peterson clip where he had talked about a study that he read from a researcher who did, uh, he took married couples and he monitored their interactions with each other. And, I've experienced this and you probably have too in your own life, but you never, I've never really thought about it to the point of breaking it down to really think about the positives and the negatives of it. But essentially the parameters were, if you're say you're with your girl, they determined relationship success over the longevity from the positive interaction to negative interaction ratio. Mm -hmm. And, He talked about what he found women by nature focus more on negative feelings and thoughts than men do Um, because they're more in tune with their feelings, more in touch with their emotions and whatnot. So a single negative thought for a female could be something small but they dwell on it, they think about it, they kind of overthink about things. They're much more
0: emotional than what a man is.
1: Yes, and then it grows. So when it comes to interactions between the sexes, you know, husband and wife, so to speak, in this instance, a ratio of five positive interactions to one negative interaction was not enough for a relationship to go the distance. So there wasn't enough positive emotional reinforcement there to every negative so you, you right.
0: said there was five negatives
1: for every one positive? No. F- so a ratio of five positives to one negative.
0: And that still wasn't enough? Wasn't enough. Good Lord.
1: <laughs> that was that was, on, that was on the low end. So it's like, you know, uh, you, you you wake up. So and is it
0: saying there needs to be more negative? No. No. It, it, the the or, base was... Because five to one seems like a lot.
1: Five positive to one negative. Right. So it's That like, seems
0: like a lot of positive... Versus the negative.
1: You would think, but you're talking about the span of a day, right? So you wake up with your girl and, hey, good morning, I love you. Could be a positive interaction, right? hmm So, you know, compliments throughout the day, so up to five wasn't enough. Basically, they say that human connection Ooh. needs more <laughs> than five. It went up to 11. So at 11 positive interactions to one negative interaction was too much. So th- at the end of the, s- the spectrum was... Five wasn't enough; that it wasn't fulfilling enough for the relationship to go the distance. Mm-hmm. But at eleven, eleven was too much. Almost like you're worshiping somebody. You're simping, yeah, so right. to speak. You know, they they can't do anything wrong, and whatever they need, like you're,
0: yeah. like
1: smothering. I guess would be another way to put it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it, it was interesting because you never really think about it. Because when <clears> you're a guy, you know, you think whatever. You see all the the movies and stuff and everything society puts forth for us. It's like do whatever you can to get the woman's attention and always be there for her and just do extra, do extra, do extra, They're always waiting on her hand and foot and you can't be solely focused on that because then you have nothing
0: else going think, on think that think you're worried of, about. I think a lot of women like kind of in, enjoy the the chase of it too though you know well, what I mean like men and women if do you're constantly. Like, you know, giving her admiration and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like, okay, this is.
1: So, <laughs> so, essentially, what they found was that at both ends, five and 11, wasn't enough and was too much. So, there was an in between between six and 10. So, six and between t- six and 10 positive interactions to one negative emotion mm-hmm. is like a healthy dose for longevity of a relationship. So, I mean, even, like, you come home from the gym and, you know, your girl, oh, you're looking really good. Like, just something small, but mm-hmm. a positive, like, positive compliment. Like, because people, in general, by and large, they remember how you made them feel more so than anything. Like, if we, we you meet somebody for the first time and you give them a great compliment and you make them feel good about themselves, it might be something small and insignificant, but they'll remember when they met you, how you made them feel about that interaction and it has lasting effects. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that was interesting because you see it all the time, you know, in, in people that, you know, relationships, dating and stuff, you never really think about it, but having it broken down like that, like life is about balance. And that's one of the things that have been attacked past couple years between men and women is competitiveness between the sexes and getting away from men's strengths, men's weaknesses, women's strengths, and women's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just certain things that no matter what you try to say, no matter how you try to spin it, just men and women aren't equal in -hmm. some aspects. And that's okay. The greatest thing about a woman is that she's not a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just exactly. to be completely honest. And it's like, you know, if you have two people that are the same, if men and women are equal, then why do we need each other? Yeah. And that's not how it was created to be, and that's not how you, know, you achieve, I guess, I don't even know. I can't even think of the word right now, but it's. Fulfillment? A little bit, Yeah. Yeah, but it's I, I can't, <laughs> the the word was just on the tip of my tongue and it it's it's not uh like just harmony, I guess. Yeah yeah you know, between the sexes.
0: Yeah, so uh I, I've heard a few different people say this, but I guess I like it the best the way uh Dave Chappelle delivered it. Chappelle's <laughs> um, <laughs> the goat man, I love Chappelle. But uh you know, he he said chivalry is dead and women killed it. Did And the reason for that is the feminist movement. Mm -hmm. You know, they, and I've actually witnessed this multiple times, you know, doing it myself. But, like, even when you open a door for a woman now, Mm -hmm. you don't receive a thank you. Um, A lot of times they'll just walk right by you and go in, like, Mm -hmm. or get in the car or whatever. (laughs) And it it could be anything. Like, Like, if you go on a date and... There and I'm not saying that this is everybody, but you know, a lot of women now, like if it's like a a boss bitch or a mm-hmm. or a, a a chick that's you know got more alpha qualities, like she's gonna want to split the bill with you and everything. But the problem with that is it makes the man feel less because most men, if it if you're not a piece of shit, you're gonna want to pay mm-hmm. for the mill. I mean, I, I don't know you know what your views are on that if you like it, like on a first date if y'all split it or or what but i'm saying for the most part like if you're like in a relationship for mm-hmm. i i guess it's a little bit different with the dating but if you're in a relationship most of the time the man's going to want to pay yeah you know what i mean so mm-hmm. but no the the whole chivalry is dead thing like it also comes to women always talking about you know they want you know, a nice guy and all this other stuff. But then mm-hmm. when they are nice, they are chivalrous. You don't like that because, yeah. you know, you've, you for some reason, like back onto the feminist thing, for some reason, y'all think that's like taking power away from you as a woman. And it makes mm-hmm. no sense. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're, men are supposed to be the protectors, the providers. We want to mm-hmm. do this stuff for you. It's in <laughs> our nature. It's in our biology. Mm-hmm. And women have always, throughout history, you know, been the the caregivers, you know, taking care of the home, things like that.
1: I mean, it's, it's interesting, too, because whenever you're out in the dating world, and I went on a date one time, beautiful woman, <clears throat> making six figures, and she was very successful very quickly, was super proud of her, she's about to get her master's, and... This was right around the time when I started changing my tactics <laughs> for dating, um, getting more into like the manosphere and the red pill space, and so to speak, and trying to figure out what I was doing that wasn't working, and trying to understand, you know, females better than I had previously. And, and this, I was guarantee,
0: like, a lot of it was, and not saying you are, mm-hmm. but a lot of it was probably you were almost being. A little sempish, a little bit, just to
1: uh, yeah, you know. yeah. Because when I was married, I kind of was. You know, you fall into the happy wife, mm-hmm. happy life yep. fallacy, um, and you kind of neglect what you want to do and what you need to do and should do for her, and then it ends up kind of on the eleven to one ratio, where it's mm-hmm. let me do everything I can to make her happy, make her happy, make her happy. It's like no, women don't respond well to well, that. See,
0: the thing is, women need guidance.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> because and it's it's and it's not a, a derogatory thing to say, but getting back to this example, let me finish this example. We were out and we had a fantastic date. Had brunch that morning, and toward the end of the date, we started talking about her future and her goals and stuff. And she kind of, "What do you do for work?" And you know, "Where? What are your goals?" And where do you see yourself going? And uh, I gave her the answers that. You know, I had going on at the time. And then we got back on her, and she told me that she had four friends in her group. It was her and three other women. Her and another friend were super successful, driven about their careers, about their education, were making really good money, um, had a lot to offer, brought a lot to the table, that buzz phrase these days. <laughs> and they couldn't find a guy, and she couldn't understand why. And they had two other friends that didn't go to college that weren't near as successful as they were, but they were married. They had kids. Basically they had these two other friends had what the other two friends wanted, but couldn't get. And guarantee
0: is because the two less successful ones had more feminine qualities.
1: So, so she's, (laughs) she's posing this question to me and she was thinking to herself, while talking to me toward the end of the date. And I had never tried it before. And I was like, well, do you want to know why your other two friends have husbands and y'all don't? And I was like, you know what? We're going there. Oh, I just God. didn't give a shit no more. I was like, <laughs> let me see where this is going to go. And she like was all, well, yeah, what's, what's going on? And I was like, you make six figures a year. You're driven. Mm-hmm. You're educated. Those are awesome things. And I don't take nothing away from that. But as a man looking for a female, I don't care about that. And most men don't care about that. And the problem that women are running into these days, younger women, is they're waiting to find a mate later in life, in your 30s, typically, after you've gone through college, after you've chased the career, after you've done for yourself because I don't want to depend on no man. I don't need no man. It's it's weird because as a man, I can say I need men. I do, I, yeah. and it's that it's it's such that, that's a, it's the most other negative. Men are
0: men's greatest support system. Yes,
1: great support system. I mean, you need you need men to build the iPhones that y'all love to use. <laughs> you need men to design the clothes that you 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 wear. You need men to build the roads that you drive on, and for all the infrastructure mm-hmm. and for the gyms that you go to like <laughs> men facilitate so many things in mm-hmm. society but when you break it down i think for the female mind needing a man is you're less than yeah, yeah. if i if i need something i'm less than i can't do by myself and that's the connotation that's yeah. made with it and it's not that at all because if you break it down you say you don't need men but if a man attacks you are you going to call a woman to come help? No. No, never. you're going to call another man to come help. <laughs> exactly. And not to get too extreme, but this may be controversial, men allow women to have rights. If you really think about it. <laughs> it it sounds crazy you, you withdraw at the sound of it, but but they do. Like men write the laws, men protect the laws, men enforce the laws. Mm-hmm. So, not to say that women haven't and can't and haven't contributed, but men by and large protect how society is run and run society. Mm-hmm. Not to say that women are less, because so much of talking about the sexes, if you say one thing about men, automatically women are less. And then vice versa, so many things about women, men are less. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people are insecure about what they bring to their personal lives, to lives of others, to society at large. Social media, I think, plays a lot on people's insecurities. And one of the nastiest human emotions is envy. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the breakdown of society and relations towards men and women is envy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no matter how strong a woman is, how good a woman is at, say, a sport, she ain't LeBron James.
0: <laughs> no, never, no. And-,
1: and it's not to say women are less, but it's like, if, if we were totally equal at everything, there wouldn't be women's sports and men's sports. Well,
0: that's why you see these transgender males going into these women's sports and absolutely dominating. Dominating. Yeah. People don't understand how much like actual, like male makeup versus female makeup mm-hmm. really matters because yeah. men have stronger bones, mm-hmm. you know, their testosterone gives them, you know, bigger muscles, stronger, you know, stronger ligaments. Exactly. Faster reaction times. It's, it's just no comparison. and, and, in all honesty, if you look past the media, most women are pissed off yeah. about transgenders being mm-hmm. in in their sports because it's taken away from them. Because most people are inundated with
1: the minorities, mm-hmm. like Leah Thomas. Well, that, that's what
0: that's what the media.
1: Yeah, they know, they, they, they they give the mm-hmm. they give the bullhorn to the minorities, mm-hmm. so you think society as a whole is mirroring this. Like I had a conversation with somebody one time, and we were talking about the uh the gay rights issue whenever they legalize gay marriage. And I asked her, I was like, what percentage of the population do you think actually identifies as being gay? Whether gay men or gay women? And she had a master's degree, she was educated, she was successful. She said, like 30, 40 percent. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it blew my mind. I was like, it's maybe 1% of the population. Yeah,
0: I don't know where she got. that. Yeah.
1: One. But if you really think <laughs> about it, like if you had 40 to 50 or 30 to 40% of gay men and women out here, where are the kids coming from? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, where's the population growth at? Know, cause Lord. It just, but it's, you listen to, you watch the news and mm-hmm. all the stuff you're inundated with, the algorithms and stuff. You think that this minority is way bigger than what it is. Yeah and i think by and large you a lot of men and women are like the most powerful forces on planet earth when it comes to societal growth when it comes to working as a team that's men have strengths women have strengths men have weaknesses women have weaknesses and we complement each other
0: well i th- i think it goes vice versa with you know how a woman needs a man. I think men also need women. You know what I mean? If anything, we need that softness yes. of a woman. We need, you know, that, that, you know, tempered down mm-hmm. personality to kind of like make us more even kill. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So without women, and obviously we need them to procreate. <laughs> well, well, soft, <laughs> but, like
1: femininity, softness, nurturing. Nurturing is like, what does a man know about raising an infant to one years old? I don't have the equipment to do that, you know, but that, that's... who Who is it that told me this, that women raise babies to boys, men raise boys to men?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like, I'm not built to raise a baby. I mean, we can figure it out, we can do it, but for the most part, babies thrive best with the mom at early stages of life.
0: Well, it also goes into as far as like daycares or or like Mm -hmm. if you have a nanny or something like that, are you going to leave your child with a man? No. Nope. Nobody on the planet Earth would ever do that. Now, you know, you could leave your child with like your dad or something like that, Yeah, but you're not going to take your child to a facility (laughs) somewhere or have a of some <clears throat> random dude come in your house and watch your kid. You're well, never, ever going to do that. And men just don't have... This is going to sound real bad to say, and there's probably going to be men pissed off about this too, but men just don't have that same emotional, like strong, strong emotional bond with kids as what a woman does. It's just... That's just how it is. Yep. I mean, we're biologically yeah. made that way.
1: And it's like in... in... Common sense is being flushed out of society these days. And you have people that try to subscribe to these new ideas where it's, you know, men are supposed to be protectors. And then you have some females that, oh, we, we don't subscribe to that. It's like, okay, so you're walking down an alleyway at night after you leave a movie or something, and a guy with a knife jumps out. <laughs> you're going to jump in front of your dude because you don't believe in him being a protector and take on this knife-wielding guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you're going to duck behind him and instinctually throw him in front of you. or, And if he doesn't jump in front of you, how attracted are you going to be now to that guy oh, that yeah. didn't protect you?
0: Attraction is it, lost instantly.
1: It, yes. Yes. So, it's, you know, there's so much of what is pushed today sounds good, but isn't reality. Mm-hmm. And you can't fight biology. There's just so many things that have been bred into us over the years of from the dawn of time that are just universally true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And things have been flipped on their head in this clown world, so to speak, that we live in that you can't state reality anymore. It's offensive to somebody or somebody gets upset about it or well, that's how things have always been done and we need to do things new ways. Okay? Uh, where's all the female frontline soldiers at?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually heard... This question posed, I can't remember if it was a podcast or something else that I listened to or if I was talking to somebody, Mm -hmm. but uh, they were like, they were basically asking a woman, like, if somebody came by and stole your purse, would you find the man more attractive if he just let it go? and your purse got stolen, or would you find it more attractive that he runs down, beats the shit out of the dude, and get your purse back? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. And you could just hear, like, so much backpedaling. Yep. Because it they, doesn't... Didn't wanna, they didn't want to condone the violence, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they thought that was more attractive, that yep. he went and beat the dude up and yep. got your purse it protected back. you. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. stood up for
1: you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you this, or let me ask you this. What do you think now in in 2023 in the new age with inflation and how expensive things are, where do you stand on traditional gender roles and how are you as far as women should not work, period, if the man can provide, or we kind of do about 50-50, and I still make most of the decisions.
0: Okay, I'm going to start with the the very beginning of this, like before you're even in a relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my view, and this is a view that I've grew into over time mm-hmm. as I've become more successful, started making more money, things like that. And just understanding how women's minds work. Mm. But I've came to the conclusion that you you honestly shouldn't even get into, like, a super serious relationship. I'm not saying don't date and don't be in a relationship. I'm saying something to where you're, like, trying to settle down. Mm. I don't think you should be settling down with anybody until you're financially able to pay the bills yourself mm-hmm. without her help. Now, I understand the whole inflation and everything, and I understand a lot of people are 50-50 nowadays and all that stuff, but the thing about it is you go into a relationship 50-50, and then down the road, you know, say you're making a significant more amount than what she is, or, you know, she drops back, you know, a little bit to take care of the kids or whatever. The problem with going into a relationship 50-50 is that gives – her more control in the relationship than what she needs. Cause now she feels like an equal partner to you mm-hmm. and you should be equal partners, but on different fields, different playing fields. If that makes sense, like women have, you know what they should contribute to a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think a man should more monetarily contribute to the relationship than, mm-hmm. than more so anything else, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about it is is like if you try to take on that more masculine, more, you know, dominating, controlling role as a man in the relationship later on, it, it's gonna come with a lot of scrutiny from her. Because mm-hmm. she's gonna be like, Well, I've always paid fifty-fifty and blah 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 and you know a lot of times in a fifty-fifty relationship, she's gonna wanna make decisions on things that a man should be making the decisions on. It's, it's interesting because you always hear the phrase,
1: <clears throat> as a man, what's mine is ours, what's hers is hers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Generally, women don't share their resources. Mm-mm. And that's reality as a guy. So when it comes to paying on the first date, yada, 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 I don't mind that. Me personally, and that's not how I grew up. That's not what I believe. Like, if I invite you out, I'm going to pay. If you invite me out, I'm still am probably going to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to relationships and the house, I, I had a relationship once. And she was just graduating school, so she was potentially looking to make more money than me, which didn't make me feel insecure as a guy. But still, whenever... Because I'm still growing, yeah. and I'm still getting better, trying to every day. So what I'm where I am now is not where I'm going to be in two years or five years, such and such. But even with me making less potentially in this situation because it didn't work out, but with what I made, I had planned things out to where I could cover the house. I could cover the bills for the house, car payments. I had everything covered. With some leftover extra. I didn't have a lot left over, but some. But I took on pretty much all of the bills. Mm-hmm. And then when I framed it to her, I said, whatever you make, let's just say if it's 50000 okay, well, let's save half of what you make. Mm-hmm. So now twenty-five. $25,000 is not a lot, but with no bills, it's plenty. Mm-hmm. And so you can just, you're 25, have fun with it. Whatever, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Pay for your vacations, buy your clothes, your bags, whatever you want. The other 25 less save. So all the bills are taken care of. I have some extra. You're 25, you're saving. And then out of your 25 that you're spending, okay, if you wanna save some more, if you wanna pay some things off faster to help, cool, awesome. But for the most part, I'm not expecting it. So say we're together three or four years. Well, now your income is growing, my income is growing, some of the bills are paid off. Now we've got 80 to 100K sitting in the bank. We wanna have kids. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, now. We, I can already take care of the bills. We have cash in the bank. So if you want to take a year or two years off when we start having kids to, to be home with the kids and kind of build the bond and whatnot, now we don't have to adjust our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I had never really explained it to that extent really well at the time. And then once I did, she was just, what do you mean? <laughs> the Things didn't end up working out, but that was my thought process. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think if you can both work and work as a team, to, and that's a great example to me of working together, building up a nest egg, and then living the life that you want. Because mm-hmm. a lot of women wait at the finish line for the guy to finish and then pick the winners. Yeah. So you have your athletes, you have your your successful businessmen, um, powerful guys that have make a lot of money. And they get their pick of the litter when
0: it comes to women. Well, see that that's the problem. <clears throat> Most women are all vying for the same top guys. So then, <laughs> like all the other guys are just left in the dumpster. Well, they but sh- the problem is, is then women want to complain when you know they're getting cheated on but guess what they got those dudes have all the hottest women Mm -hmm. coming after them because they're successful you know good looking Mm -hmm. you know probably over six two or whatever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's always the same group of guys that these women are going after but then though on the flip side of that the women want to complain about well i can't I can't find a good guy and all this other stuff. It's because you're going for the wrong one. <laughs> yep. But because, like, you don't give
1: the good guys the time of day. Exactly. You know? And it was, uh, I forget what I was watching. <clears throat> I think it was one of the podcasts. It might, it might have been whatever podcast. I'm not 100% sure. But the guy posed a question to the panel of girls that were sitting there about an idea for an app that he had because... Women these days, they go for the bad boys, mm-hmm. and they're cheered on by other women to go for the bad boys, even though they mm-hmm. don't stick around, they don't commit. You know, it's, it's bad for them in every way, but they still they go for the shiny thing. Yep. So the <clears throat> idea for the app, he said, what if there was an app to where every guy that you matched with, your dad had to approve that guy?
0: Mm. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's hilarious. It's funny to think
1: about, but the, the topic of the conversation was back in the day when, you know, because feminists talk about, all oh, women didn't have their own agency and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the dad had to select the mate. Well, the dad selected the mate because men can sniff out bullshit in other men. in a way that females can't a lot of the times. Also,
0: he's going to pick the one that's going to be able to provide and protect you the best. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's not like it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm.
1: So that's why marriages were the way they were back in the day. I mean, my mom and dad, they didn't get picked by their grandparents for each other. But, you know, couples that have been together 30, 40, 50 Sixty years—that's mm-hmm. kind of how it was. Yeah. You know, you had to get approval from the dad, and he would sniff out how good is this guy for mm-hmm. my little girl. Yeah, and a lot of times, like there might have been somebody that the, the daughter wanted, God, dad didn't approve of. What about this guy? Mm-hmm. And it was successful. Might not have been perfect, but not every relationship is perfect, and. A lot of people get in relationships see, these I, I'm
0: kinda traditional on that whole thing. So I still believe that you should still reach out to the father. Like say you're wanting to take it to the next step of marriage and all yeah. that stuff. I, I still believe out out of respect, yeah. You should call up dad or have a meeting with them, mm-hmm. you know, go and shoot guns at the range or something, yeah. to have a conversation, whatever. But these and, days, and, it's, it's and not ask, as in-depth, though. Ask, yeah. like, you know, can I take your daughter's hand in marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the most respectful thing you could possibly do. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't that way these days. They nope. they just kind of, like, jump into things. You hear about these Las Vegas <laughs> weddings. Though, where like, well, it's like even,
1: <laughs> even talking about the rate of single motherhood, right?
0: There's not a dad to call.
1: <laughs> you really think about it no so and and it's it's so bad for society how things have have become where it's the government incentivizes people to not be in marriages anymore
0: yeah but this the single motherhood thing a lot of that has to do with women women initiate 80 percent of the divorces
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's most of, okay first off Men are gonna try everything they can to keep a relationship together. Men, <laughs> men don't want to have to go through that for the yeah. most part because they're losing more than what the women, woman is most of the time. If it's a divorce, you're married, mm. the woman's gonna clean house, come up, you know, yep. she, she's got, she's gonna be boosted up in society now. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna hear, you know, all her girlfriends talking about, oh, you did it finally, you left them, all this other stuff. But you know, come to find out he was providing for you the whole time Mm -hmm. you know he created the lifestyle y'all had together he he basically gave up himself to give you kids Mm -hmm. and then you just took it all away from him just because basically like what you were saying they just want the next new shiny thing yep they're always going to look to upgrade Mm -hmm. if you know they get you know relationship's too complacent or the Chads Stale or Tyrone's or out there that, that swoop <laughs> oh, yeah. in. Yep. No, that that that's the thing though. They'll <laughs> and this this is a a big thing. I like, I was just talking about this with a few mm-hmm. friends the other day, but like these dudes that'll bring their their wives or their girlfriends into the warehouses to work. Like like get them jobs there. Next thing you know, oh. they're banging half the warehouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like, uh, and, and, like, it may have never happened before, but you're bringing her into a pack of wolves. Yep. <laughs> like, you're just asking for disaster. And mm-hmm. it's happened so many times. So well, that's, many times. It's
1: well, like the that story a couple months ago um, where that female officer, I forget where she was, might have been Tennessee.
0: I think, I think it was Tennessee.
1: Was having sex with, like, half of the officers oh, there yeah. while she was married. Yep. And, you know, now this whole, like, cuckold, you know, phenomenon that's going on with these dudes that they're getting off on watching their girlfriends and wives sleep with other men. like 22? Dude, (laughs) I just... I will never subscribe to that. (laughs) Will never. You know, and... That's not how we're designed to be. And there's just certain things that they might not be pleasant to talk about in society these days, they might not be pleasant to acknowledge the the reality of it. Like I don't think any dude that is truly in love with his woman wants to see her pleasured by another man.
0: Hell no. At all. (laughs) What the hell? I I
1: can't you know, like I don't judge to each his own, you know, that's not for me. No, I judge on that. (laughs)
0: Hell no. But no damn way. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand that. But I don't think you respect yourself as a man if you're letting that happen. Like, there's no way you can respect yourself if you're letting your wife or your girlfriend go get railed by some some other dude, <laughs> like in front of you. By the way, yeah, it just
1: like the weird guy in the corner, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 no.
0: yeah, especially no. if he's the one filming it too. Like, come on, bro, that that's. It's a little strange, yeah, a little <laughs> bit, yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah getting getting back to the the gender roles things i I think I understand why they exist because there's just things that men are better at and more in tune with, there's things that women are better at and in tune with, and it's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know it's Andrew Tate actually gave this example talking about it. he was like if if i'm a an accountant. And, you know, I want to start a business, say, with a tailor. Okay, well, I'll get the tailor to make the suits. I'll I'll do the taxes. I'll do the money. And we have a great, successful business. Mm-hmm. But now you want to go 50-50. Okay, now you got the tailor doing half the tailoring, half the accounting, and the accountant doing half the tailoring. Mm-hmm. Well, the suits ain't going <laughs> to fit and be worth the shit. <laughs> no. And the taxes are going to be all screwed up. Right. So it's like that's a very simple analogy, but it, it shows, like, there's some things that men do that women
0: shouldn't do, can't do, and vice versa. Kinda kinda like bouncing off of that. So I I believe like in a relationship if if a man gets to a point to where he's successful, has businesses, things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in going into business with your significant other. But I do believe in her helping you in any way to bring that business up. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, hire her as like an employee or something like that
1: question do you view marriage as a
0: business it should be i mean uh, what what you uh, what are you getting at with that i I mean i i feel like marriage in itself is a business transaction though Mm -hmm. um i mean it's all monetary i mean everything Mm -hmm. in a relationship is monetary in the end isn't it really
1: uh, to some extent, yeah, it's, I guess it depends on what you want out of the relationship. Um, but I was curious about the question because like you shouldn't go into business with your family, right? But marriage kind of essentially is best looked at as a business sometimes, mm-hmm. which is where like prenups and stuff come from. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you have the the contract with the government, so oh, yeah. to speak, marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. So. It's like, how much do you think you need to protect yourself these days in the business of marriage?
0: Well, I think a man would be stupid in today's times not to get a prenup. I mean, mm. I mean, what's your what's your view on a prenup? Uh, I support them, to be honest. Um,
1: I think it just protects you as a man. Because the, the courts are so slanted toward the man is just there to facilitate the paycheck for the female. And no matter what she does, she can leave at any time. He could, be, he could give her everything that she wants and she still may never be happy and still leave. Let's say it might be after fifteen or twenty years after he's got a successful business and you know can take his kids from him and can get alimony and all these other things so i I don't think it's smart to not have one mm-hmm. and it also tests her level of love and commitment to you mm-hmm. because hey, this is a prenup, I'd like for you to sign it. It's no big deal. if she makes it a big deal, I think. She's playing you. But well,
0: see, I'll, I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate here Go for, for you. And I'm not necessarily saying I agree uh-huh. with what I'm about to say. Uh-huh. So a lot of times when you ask them for a prenup, they're going to be like, well, if we end this relationship, or uh, I'll, I'll just speak like I'm the woman. Mm-hmm. Well, if you divorce me, what am I going to be left with?
1: hmm so, in that instance, generally, men don't leave relationships. Mm-hmm. So, what, 80% of the divorces are initiated by women these days, and I think the divorce rate is 50, 52%, something like that. Yeah, it's up there. So, statistically, I'm at a disadvantage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I talked about this with my dad once upon a time, and he's you know old school, him and my mom were together for forever, and it... Caught him off guard, just the sound of it. And I was like, Dad, you're going to jump out of a plane, right? Going skydiving. Yeah. They told you that was a 52% chance, up to an 80% chance that your parachute wasn't going to open. You're going to jump out of the plane? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like picking a woman as a man is probably the most important decision you're ever going to make in your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if she truly loves you, and respects you. She's going to do what she can to make the relationship work as you are with her. That's what the marriage vows are. That's what the promise that you make to each other is. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't go into it thinking that it's going to fail. But you have insurance on everything else. Right. So it's like as long as you do what you're supposed to do for me, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do for you. I'm going to honor these vows. I want you to honor your vows. I'm going to take care. of You we are going to grow. We're going to have an amazing life. Mm-hmm. But if... You decide to leave since statistically speaking, Mm -hmm. women are the ones that call it quits more so than men. Okay. You can leave.
0: significant margin.
1: Yes. But there's everything in life has a price, has a cost. Mm -hmm. And if you decide to leave one day, say you're Bill Gates and you're about to put Mm -hmm. Microsoft on the map, right? The marriage is rocky. Our relationship is rocky. Well, this is where I'm going. Mm Mm-hmm. You can leave if you want to. Yeah. But the cost of you leaving is going to be, okay, well, now you're going to not, I'm not going to take you on on this ride with me. Right. So you're going to lose this lifestyle. Yeah. So I think a woman that truly desires you and is truly with you and loves you, it won't be a thing to her. Mm -hmm. And if she's not, if she has an end game, like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm going to marry this guy for 10 years. I'm going to marry this guy for 10 years. This guy for 10 years. I'm going to get what I can out of all these people for me and be selfish. Then I think it's a backstop to that. Yeah. No, because you don't, you don't want to open yourself up to that. Yeah. And expose, I guess, yourself to that risk. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a way to, okay, well, if you don't want to sign it, cool, don't sign it, but I'm out. Yeah. And if you're really about me and you're going to help me grow, which by helping me grow helps us grow then I'm going to make sure that you're taken care of in perpetuity and you're going to have an amazing life. So I think it's a great test for a partner.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen people without prenups get absolutely destroyed. And mm-hmm. it's it's not just from, you know, them taking, you know, what the man had built up, but also if y'all got kids together, <laughs> dude. You're, which, yep. I mean, that's just... They're basically double dipping at that point, yeah. Because now they're they're taking you for you know half of what you built up, mm-hmm. and then they're taking you for child support too, yeah. Because nine times out of ten, the woman's going to have the kids yep. a, and, after and a divorce, so or you split up or especially whatever. Especially
1: like no fault divorces, yep. Ah, oh, horrible, <laughs> horrible. Like you know, like you get up every day, you go to work, you buy a house, you got a kid or two, got her cars, a great life. Don't have everything that you absolutely want, but you have a great life nonetheless.
0: And after 15, 20 years, she decides, Hey, I'm done. Yep. Well, see. The thing is, I think a, a lot of these women, you know, they, they're built or their, their whole mindset is, I want to live my life on experiences. Mm-hmm. And they're not thinking about how much time and effort men are putting into, to work and, what am like especially my nobody wants to live inside my brain because i'm always thinking about what what's the next thing i can do to to be better make more money or whatever like it's constantly it's like gears just
1: What's what i talked about earlier it's like they they waited the finish line to pick the winners they don't mm -hmm. care about the journey that got you there like okay this guy's he's he's got a nice suit on he looks good takes care of himself has a fancy car they don't care how he got to that point. Fancy right. car, fancy house, charisma, charming personalities. He's masculine, he's authoritative. They don't care how he got there. Yeah. Say it took him 15, 20 years of struggle to get to that point. Yeah. They don't care about the 15 or 20 years. They just care about how he looks right then in that moment.
0: Well, one thing that <laughs> to go back on that Dave Chappelle thing I was talking about earlier, one of the mm-hmm. things he said in that same rant was uh talking about you know men like nice cars and all that but he said men don't get the nice cars for themselves they get them to get the women yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah men don't like cars because the cars men like because the women like the cars <laughs> exactly <laughs> like i mean yeah,
1: that clip that, that that clip is everywhere too it's like gapples up in the porsche and, oh nice nice <laughs> porsche like gotcha bitch <laughs> exactly
0: no i mean it, it, it's like that dude it, it's just ridiculous like they're they're so material like and this goes back to mm-hmm. like the whole emotional and logical argument like men or yeah so men think more logical like what do i need to do to get to the next step mm-hmm. women are constantly thinking about how they feel about what what is he doing for me in this very moment yeah. instead of what the future actually holds mm-hmm. like a men might or a man might be thinking about I need to invest this money here so we can have, you know, this kind of future or this kind of retirement. Mm-hmm. She's thinking about, well, why isn't he constantly taking me on trips? Why isn't he constantly mm-hmm. buying me things? Mm-hmm. And when it gets to that point to where they, they, the wheels start rolling in their heads about why is he not providing me all this material stuff? Mm-hmm. They're going to start looking for the next dude that will.
1: Especially with social media, they have because they have so many options in their mm-hmm. DMs oh, athletes, oh, yeah. celebrities, you know, people that are somebody just and they have guys that go out and recruit for them like through Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff. Like she, she might be, you know, a nobody in the Midwest and like Dan Brazilian, for instance, that's how he does his stuff. He'll mm-hmm. have guys that look for females for him and hey, do you want to come out, you know, model for my? Cannabis thing that he does, and he's always surrounded by gorgeous, beautiful women.
0: Well, they've actually done a a test to where they set up like a like a below average looking chick on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and a successful, good looking dude. (laughs) Yep, dude, she had like fifty to one. Yeah. DMs. yeah, they did that on Tinder, too. I was like, that's just absolutely yeah. insane. Like, men have no chance at this none, life. <laughs> none. Like, it, Like an average, below
1: average woman will get way more attention than a male model will get, almost. It's
0: crazy, man. And yeah.
1: even still, like, the burden of performance is still on the man. Like, yeah, you could be a good-looking dude, but if you say the wrong thing, if you don't conduct yourself well, if you don't come across with charisma it's going to turn her off. So it's like, you could be nice to look at, but still like, I think these days, there's so many things that women look for to disqualify a guy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I had a girl that (laughs) she didn't like me because of my mannerisms and my personality. Okay. So like (laughs) it, it was kind of weird to me. She was like, cause for instance, Hey, what are you doing? Um, I'm at a Starbucks. Oh, In oh, you're at a Starbucks. getting a coffee. That's nice. Just it was something to say, just conversation, yeah, yeah. and basically me stating what she was doing. She took it as I didn't trust her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like what the yeah? What what do you mean? And so it was like just different quirks of my personality. She didn't like. And yeah. It's like well, I am who I am. Like I'm okay. What?
0: So, That's wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I've, I've I've had some doozies. Good Lord. But, you know, life goes on, man. And the, the great thing about this day and age is now there's so much information, there's so many examples to learn from and to figure out how to grow from, you know, whether it's better fitness, better money management, um how to deal with women, how to grow, you know, philosophically your mindsets and stuff. Like there there's so much today that we have access to for free. And I don't think enough people utilize the information to be completely honest.
0: Yeah. Um this is kinda like a double question. Mm. So uh what have you found to be like the the biggest downfall of relationships and also hand in hand with that what are the biggest red flags that you think kind of are part of that downfall the biggest
1: downfall i think the biggest downfall of relationships um probably has to do with money
0: it's always money always money (laughs) um as far as the, the red flags go though like what what do you think uh what do you think the red flags are as far as like what will kind of like start pushing the man away or pushing the woman away um red flags that push the man away i think uh
1: red flags that push the man away if say i'm on a date with somebody and she's using language that I might use with a buddy. So if she's so like, like talking a lot like of a cuss dude, words and... a lot of cuss words, mm-hmm. a lot of dudes and bros and mans <laughs> and stuff, right? Like, trying to, I guess, be relatable, but it's like, eh, cringe, yeah, kind of cringe,
0: you know, like there, <sighs> that that's a hard one for me because there's mm. certain chicks that it worked with for me that, like it was attractive in a way. If but, she's attractive enough, it's yeah, attractive. Exa- uh-huh. exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh-huh. But, but like, it's it's almost like like she's like tomboyish, but she's still like got a lot of feminine qualities. If that even mm. makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. But the feminine for, tomboy, for the most part, uh-huh. I I agree with the whole language thing. Like, yeah, it. it can be a major turn off. Because it's not
1: feminine in its nature, right, so right. to
0: speak. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: another thing, too, uh, like when they jump right to like, what do you do for a living? Yeah. Which is, <laughs> aka, like how much do you make, aka how much can you give me? Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. It's code that you got to break down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing about, you know, like... My life, or my values, mm-hmm. or my family life, <laughs> yeah. Or, um. Uh, like what? Uh, what's your relationship like with your dad? What yep. dad? <laughs> okay, <laughs> check please.
0: <laughs> so yeah, well that that's a big big red flag in itself, right there. Which mm-hmm. you know you can't really knock her for that so much, but at the same time you kind of have to because a lot of times when these women don't have that father figure in their life, they they start taking on more masculine qualities and it's it's more so because their mom started taking on more masculine qualities. And it's,
1: and I was listening to a podcast interview about this and they talked about, um, men don't need women. Like the overall quote, well, you still have men that women that don't need men. But what is man? Man is masculine. Man is masculinity. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of women that don't need men, so they're single moms. Well, they have to step up and do what the man would do. They would have to earn, they would have to provide, they would have to provision, protect for their offspring, so to speak. So they become masculine without really realizing it. Mm -hmm. And then that masculinity is, is taught to the daughter in that instance or the son in that instance. So if it's the daughter, then I think she's going to push the masculine on her daughter. Like, don't be like me, make your own money, do for yourself. Don't ever rely <laughs> on a man. You can do it by yourself. Yeah. And then if it's a son, then they have like, I forget what the term is. It's like a uh, husband, son or something like that, where like single moms raise sons to mm-hmm. kind of take the place of the husband, so to speak. Right. So it's like you have these women that don't ever let their son grow up and become a man. They always want to have their thumb on the scale yeah. and keep him around. Like mm-hmm. if any, say he starts talking to a girl, she's going to try to sabotage it in some way yeah. because she wants the son to help her or in her life. Or
0: she's going to be overly involved in y'all's relationship. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So that's, uh, that, that's a big thing where a, a female is too masculine because if they... And you hear this sometimes too when women are interviewed. Like, I want a man that's you know that lets me be feminine. It's like, yeah, like you're not really gonna turn off your masculinity <laughs> with that one guy. Like, yeah. you're, you know, you're gonna you're gonna well, constantly push. They'll be like, well. I'll be feminine for the right guy. No, you, you no
0: bullshit.
1: Because no. You, you, what well, you're gonna turn off how you've been, you yeah. know, your entire oh, life, no. just like that for a, it doesn't this most happen. Ridiculous that
0: way. thing I've ever
1: heard. Nope, nope. And it's it's so weird because a lot of women these days, what they value in men, they do for themselves. Yeah, and they eventually, over time, end up becoming themselves, the man they'd want to be with. Mm-hmm. And then they get to 30, 32, 35, and they can't figure out why I can't, where's all the good men? I can't find a man. You have become the man you want to be.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And a man, especially if you're making 100 grand as, as a female, you're wanting a guy that's making 115 plus. Well, that guy making 115 plus, he could get you and all the way down to 18. Yeah. If you're 35, let's just say. And it's, Maybe somebody at 21 or 22 or 23 isn't going to have all the life experience, all the baggage that you're going to have. Like y'all are attracted to that, but men aren't attracted to the same things that women are attracted to. And for whatever reason, people cannot understand that, Mm -hmm. which is why so much of the manosphere, so much has exploded. Yeah. And it's so controversial because you have so much of society and what feminism is pushing is that men and women are equal. And then now we have the highest divorce rates we've ever had. We've had the most women unhappy in life Mm -hmm. on SSRIs. Yep, yep. yep. Most women in therapy and stuff. So we have all of the stuff that they have basically raised themselves up to be since, you know, the, the feminism movement and all of that, equality and civil rights and everything. So fast forward to now. You're the most free, the most educated, the most liberated you've ever been, and you're the most unhappy ever.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're they're not <laughs> – this is going to sound so bad, but women are not meant to be in the workforce, and they're not happy to be in the workforce, and that's why they're on so much antidepressants now well, it's, and everything else. Well, it's, Before we wrap this up, you know, I kind of want to circle back to the, the beginning where, you know, I said I want to do that experiment with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically what the experiment, was, I already basically tried it on myself mm-hmm. and uh, a few weeks ago, which it's rare that I even go out. Uh-huh. So, but I want, I really wanted to try this. Uh-huh. And uh, so basically I found some girls at a bar <laughs> <laughs> and it, they're typically there sometimes uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, kind of like, you know, sparked up conversation with them and everything. And next thing you know, you know, I kind of wanted to jump into, like, debating them kind of on the topics that we talked testing about. Testing the waters. Because eventually, you know, we're going to migrate into having panels of girls on and things like that, which I guess we haven't really expressed that. But th- yeah. eventually that's kind of what the the podcast will evolve into. And we'll have other guests on just besides panels of girls and things like that. But, you know, that's kind of what we want to get into, kind of to where we can bounce ideas off off the girls, see what their views are on it and kind of give our take on it. And, you know,
1: have open dialogue and discussion.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're, we're going to be out here just, you know, bashing women. You know what I mean? Like I I love women. You know, I I won't want to live in the world without them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? But But I think there's been so much breakdown in society, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. of communication in general and just being able to just talk to people. Well, Degeneracy is really the word for it, you know. Degeneracy what I mean? and disrespect, leading mm-hmm. with emotions, and
0: it's proving to be detrimental. Yeah, but uh, so it, what I did, you know, talked to him started, you know, debating on, mm-hmm. you know, certain issues of gender roles, things like that, mm-hmm. and it was so funny because did you use
1: any buzzwords? Any uh. <laughs> Any emotion-provoking <laughs> uh, Do you need a man? How dare you?
0: Oh, uh, I, I touched on everything. It, it, was, uh, it, it was pretty enlightening, though, because, you know, at first, they were like super, super combative about the whole thing, yep. every single second of it.. Yep. And then I kind of flipped the script on them. Uh-huh. I was like, "Hey, by the way, uh, I have a podcast that's launching soon. You guys should come on the podcast then you could just see their face like no oh really oh we there, you we can be on a podcast that sounds like a fun time you know yeah we we'll yeah. all about you know then you know without me even asking they're handing me their business cards the mm-hmm. with their email phone number uh-huh. <laughs> all the information like, you could want i'm uh-huh. like come on man it, it it's just crazy how quick that that script flip because yeah. All of a sudden, they thought, you know, I was somebody of status. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, okay, oh, let me, let me not leave this part out. The first thing they ask is how much are you going to pay us to be of on there. <laughs> of course, what am I getting out? <laughs> I of I was it? like, I'm not, I'm not paying you anything. Uh-huh. For one, you're you're getting your, your little bit of fame, you know, being yeah. on there, and you know, the idea, you know, th- where they're benefiting from is not only us. I don't. I don't even want to say educating them on things, but you know, kind of, so they can understand what men really think. You know what I yeah. mean? And then uh, on top of that,
1: there's a lot of women that don't know what men want.
0: Right. Oh, I don't think any of them do. Uh, <laughs> For the most part, there, no. there there's some rare, rare ones out there, like you know, Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from I mean, the, the Pearly whole, Things podcast, I guess, but,
1: Trad Wife. You know, yeah, kind yeah. of
0: thing that's that's popping up, but.
1: For the most part, the women just have to exist, and there's men that have fed into, oh, just because you exist, let me give you trying to win favor of right. beta, well, the whole beta, the synth, and all pro- that.
0: The problem is now, though, it's like, it's almost like, and I, I'm probably going to rub some people the wrong way when I say this, but it's like, for instance, like, if a black person is a Republican, they're called Uncle Tom's. Oh, my God, the chastity instantly. yeah. Like yeah. it's crazy. But now women that are doing the things that men actually want, now they're called pick me girls. Yep. It, uh-huh. It's like yep. it's like man, like you can't it, win. It it all falls <laughs> under this
1: this idea that you're princesses and you can have anything that you want. Everything in life has a cost and everything has a trade-off. Mm-hmm. there a lot of times like there's no solutions there's only trade offs mm-hmm. it's like you can you can hop on the carousel when you're in your 20s when you're in your peak years when you're the most attractive you can go to college you can focus on the career you can focus on making partner and having some nice handbags and taking some extra trips cool whenever you hit 35 or 37 or 40 now what you know, like mm-hmm. the guy's supposed to be there. I thought I could have all this and have the guy I want to. No, because <laughs> most men don't want successful women in that aspect. Right, right. So it's like they talk about all the time, you know, uh, the the millionaire will date the McDonald's girl. Mm-hmm.
0: But Absolutely. it's true. 100% like, true.
1: If, if you understand my needs, if you are peaceful in my home, I have way more incentive to give that woman the time of day than the boss chick who's career-oriented. Because if she's career-oriented, you're never going to come first. It's mm-hmm. always going to be her. Mm-hmm. And children, if, if you want kids... Robert De Niro just had a, a kid. He's like six, 70 years old. <laughs> yeah. He's still pumping them out. Like Exactly. You'll never see a 70-year-old pregnant female that, that's no. healthy, that's having a healthy pregnancy. No. It just... So much of what is pushed today in society for women is to sacrifice their best years when they're at their peak, sexual market value, mm-hmm. heard this time and time again, to chase the career to go to college and they end up sacrificing that man that they
0: want. Well the thing so, is that their their value is actually increased with less. And what I mean by less mm-hmm less less bodies you know you know less people they've slept with less less almost i guess less income less of a career because now you're devoting more of your time to the man well it's because if you really break it down
1: like how come strip clubs aren't 50-50 <laughs> and this whole equality movement, you know, <laughs> men and women are the same. Where is all the 50 50 male and female strip clubs? There's not. There's <laughs> Chippendales really for guys, but that's not even really a thing anymore.
0: Yeah. Um, they still had like the, the traveling ones, but it's not like. It, it, it's yeah. Not like but what it
1: I was. mean, how many strip clubs are just here in our city in Jacksonville? What, yeah. Seven or eight, maybe mm-hmm. more. So it's men are visual. And sex sells. Mm-hmm. Women are beauty objects. Whether you want to admit it, whether it's uncomfortable to hear, men love to look at beautiful women.
0: Well, I mean that—that's their their main agency. Uh, yeah, it's their yeah. main agency. Like, uh, yeah, it goes a little bit beyond that, but first and foremost, it, it's the beauty. I mean, it mm-hmm. really is. Yep. Um, and and but but it, it actually goes beyond that too, because it's like we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. where the ugliest chick could go into a a club or whatever, mm-hmm. and she can go home with somebody. <laughs> well, I mean, the
1: the Tinder the experiment, right? The dating app experiment is 20% of the guys, and it's probably actually less than that, are getting attention from 80% of the women mm-hmm. because all the women want a certain type of guy. Yep. So if you fall within the six-foot, six-pack, if you fall within that range, the Chads, the Tyrones, you're going to get your pick of whatever women. Yeah. But majority of men are invisible to most women. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you have 80% of women going after the top 20% of guys, then 80% of men are going after 20% of women.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh,
1: all it takes is for them to get one DM from somebody with a blue check, say they're a four or a five, just average. mm Mm-hmm. Now they're going to think, oh, well, this guy notices me. I'm not going to pay attention to all these Joe blows over here yeah. so they don't give him the time of day. And then, now what, girl? mid-30s, 40s, where's all the good guys? I'm tired of being cheated on. Well, y'all are all having sex with the same dudes. Why would they want to settle down? Like, if men love sex and men want access to sex... Back in the day, marriage was the way to secure that. Mm-hmm. You you want to sleep with a woman that you're attracted to, you're in love with. To get that, let me put a ring on it, so now she has the commitment from me, and I have the sexual access to her. Mm-hmm. Yep. That doesn't exist anymore. Nope.
0: But, yeah, that that's one thing I, w- I want to test the waters, you know, with you let's like, going out together and actually recruiting these girls, like, organically, you know, mm-hmm. starting off with. Hopefully, eventually... We'll have a whole crew that can do that for us so we don't yeah. have to, you know, waste a bunch of time going out there, you know. Get... Please come on a podcast, please. Yeah. <laughs> Spare some change. Spare some change for the poll. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Cream uh, free. <laughs> no, but uh, no, other than that, uh, you know, I think on the next podcast, we'll probably talk a little bit about uh, mindset and fitness and. Yep. Yep, Take it from there. Because I think the, the basis of kind of what
1: masculinity is is protective, is physical prowess. Yep. And men back in the day used to want to be big and strong and physically capable, and now they're a bunch of skinny, fat, just <laughs> lazy asses, man, and it just everybody's obese, and people are propped up and celebrated for it, you know, mediocrity and obesity. And I think mastering... Mastering mastering your diet, your gym routine is a the base building block for everything else in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, even for me, the doing the fitness thing, the bodybuilding show that I did, the discipline I learned from controlling my food cravings carried over into other aspects of my life that I didn't anticipate. But it ended up being a fantastic thing. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, definitely Uh, a lot to be an interesting
1: episode. For yep, sure. Yep. What's in for? Like, share, subscribe, comment.
0: What else are we supposed to say?
1: <laughs> I think that's the,
0: the script, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, feedback. Plenty of feedback. Yeah. Give us uh, as much critique as possible, so we yes. can approve on each episode. And yep. uh, you know, I'll you know keep pushing the whole. Make sure you press the subscribe button. <laughs> Cause that that honestly is gonna help us, you know, get to different levels on platforms like, you know, YouTube and all that to where, you know, we'll be able to do live chats and things like that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we look forward to it. All that starts with this one. <laughs> That's all we need.
1: We need we need one and then two, and then it's a game of doubles, man.
0: All right, man.